Our daily Bible reading for this Friday, as we continue reading through the first book of the Bible, Genesis, about beginnings, we're in chapter 18. Now, in chapter 17, God establishes his covenant with Abraham. Remember, he promised Abraham from the beginning that through his line, through his family, uh, there would be one born who would be a blessing to all people. Abraham is in the line of the Messiah, so we know that comes about. God gives him this physical sign of the covenant in circumcision, something that would be a daily reminder to Abraham and all the men of God's promise that he had made to do this, similar to the to the, the physical uh, um, uh, reminder of us of our baptism, too, um, that, uh, that we're a part of God's covenant and we're brought into that covenant by the grace of God, by God's doing. And we stay in that covenant, like with Abraham and with us too, by faith in Jesus Christ. So, um, and, and we keep that faith. So God appears now to Abraham in chapter 28, or in chapter 18. Now, this is a little bit a tough one to figure out, but here's the thing. God had shown himself physically taking on human form long before Jesus Christ is born. So uh, Jesus taking on human form, becoming incarnate through, uh, through Mary. Now, granted, that's a unique way because he becomes incarnate by being conceived inside of Mary. Mary literally carries Jesus for nine months and he's born. He is true God and he is true man. Uh, but God's already done uh, a, a type of that many times in the Old Testament times. And here's an example. So let's just let the word say what it says. Verse 18 says, the Lord appeared to him by the oaks of Marm. And that's the Lord. Notice all the capital letters on L-O-R-D. Um, God showed himself, appeared to him. And it looks like it says, and there were three men standing there, and Abram notices something, Abraham now notices something unique about them, and so he invites them in. He sees something there. Now, what he saw, I don't know. He saw with the eyes of faith, I'm sure, too, and so he invites them to come in. Now, that's probably, or what we can bet, the best we can tell from the text is that there's three men there. One of them is Jesus, God taking on human form for them, and two of them are angels. Now, how can I say that? If you look over at the beginning of chapter 19, after uh, these three men, the Lord included, uh, has a, has a uh, conversation with Abraham, it says, the two angels came down to Sodom. So, and, and, and we know that, that God stayed back, or the Lord stayed back, Jesus stayed back and had this conversation with Abraham, which we're going to read about at the end of chapter 18 for today. Um, and then it says, and two angels came to Sodom. So those three, best we can tell from the text, are two angels and, and the Lord, which is Jesus. Um, Abraham uh, greets them and says, O Lord, um, notice the Lord there is spelled with all small, or beginning with a capital letter, but then all small letters, different word, a term of respect. Abraham is showing them respect. Now, does he recognize that this is God in human flesh? Uh, maybe not right now, uh, but out of respect for them, uh, calling them, you know, my Lord, sir, um, he shows great respect for them, and he invites them to come into his tent. And he's going to feed them. And so he tells Sarah, um, you need, uh, let's quick provide something for them so we can provide a meal for them. Then it says, verse 9, they said to him, where is Sarah, your wife? Now, up to this time, Abraham has heard the promise that through his line, there's going to be um, uh, someone who, who is going to be unique. It's going to be a blessing to all mankind. Um, but here now the Lord speaks in the hearing of Sarah. Now, we know that Abraham and Sarah have struggled with this promise from God because, again, because of their age and, and thinking, boy, there's, there's no way anymore that we can have a child. 
Um, and so they've already tried to do this by having Hagar, Sarah's uh, a servant girl, have a child through Abraham. God says, no, that's not going to be the case. Uh, Abraham thinks that it's going to be uh, someone else from his family. Um, he thinks it's going to be um, um, Eliezer of Damascus. We read that in chapter 15. Again, God says, no, I'm going to do it by miraculous birth. Um, but now the Lord says to in Abraham, or in Sarah's hearing too, because he knows Sarah hears this, um, he says to her, I will return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. And it says, Sarah was listening at the tent door behind him. Now, and then it says that Sarah laughs. So both Sarah and Abraham have both laughed at this because they said, there's no way we can have a child. Again, they're looking at from physical human perspective, this can't possibly be, but God is going to do this by miraculous birth. And, and if you read, when we're reading the rest of the Old Testament, we're going to find there have been many miraculous births, this being one of them. So again, when it comes down to the birth of Jesus to Mary, they've already seen this happen. They know that God can do this and God will do this. And again, this says that God is going to provide salvation by his work, by a miracle. It can't happen by human means. We can't save ourselves. Only God can do that through this miraculous birth. And so Sarah says, um, uh, she laughs too. Now, Abraham and Sarah have both laughed. And of course, the name of that child, Isaac, which means laughter, is going to remind her of them, both of the fact that God did something that was miraculous and also that God brought laughter, joy into their home. We talked about that uh, yesterday. So, uh, and he says, is anything too hard for the Lord in verse 14? And you hear ringing in your ears what the angel said to, uh, to Mary, with God, nothing is impossible um, and, and God's going to do it. So the Lord's taking charge. Um, and God reiterates to Abraham and Sarah again in verse 18 that all nations of the earth shall be blessed in him um, through, uh, through his line. And again, that, that assurance of the promise of the Messiah that would come down the line. And remember, this goes all the way back to Genesis chapter 3 when God said someone was going to be born from the line of Eve who he would crush the head of Satan. And, uh, and God's keeping his promise there, uh, despite all the things that have happened up to this point already between the flood and, and with Abraham and Sarah. Now God's going to keep his promise. So that, that infamous uh, portion in Scripture in verse 22 on, where Abraham knows that he's talking to the Lord here, and he begs of him to be merciful, and God allows him to do it. God has this wonderful conversation with Abraham where he reiterates the fact that pray without ceasing, trust God, ask God anything according to his will. And if it's according to his will, it's going to happen. So Abraham speaks again and again, talks about our boldness that we can have with God in prayer. We, like little children, Martin Luther would say, come to our dear fathers and, and beg of him of anything. Um, and, and if it's his will, it's going to happen. Uh, but he encourages us to do that. Um, and Abraham comes to him. Now, you'll notice each time that Abraham um, addresses God, verse 27 onward, he always uses that word Lord with capital L and small O-R-D. Um, I think that's out of respect for, for God, not wanting to say God's, um, you know, God's official name there. Um, that was something that the Jews would carry on later, even in the time of Jesus. And uh, so he respectfully comes before God. He doesn't say, you know, God, you owe this to me, or arrogantly kind of. He comes with great humility before God, but he pleads for his, for his uh, uh, nephew, Lot, 
which is a good example of our prayers, too, that we had come humbly before God, pleading for the people of our world, especially those who don't know him, um, that, that God would, would intervene, that his Holy Spirit would work faith in their hearts. And then it says, uh, verse 33, after God has this conversation, for Jesus has this conversation with Abraham, it says, the Lord went on his way. And uh, we'll pick that up tomorrow in chapter 19. So God bless you as you continue to read.